0: You're invited to I Am The Cute One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe.
1: Let's spike the punch, grind to Usher, and recap some of the cutest movies that made our millennial minds explode.
0: Hello, I am Donnie,
1: and I am the cute one. And I am Chelsea, and I am the cute one.
0: And we are here with the cutest one, and that is the host of Mixing With Mani. Mani, Hello! <laughs>
2: Hello, thank you so much for having me back. It's been nothing short of many, many begs and a lot of <laughs> whining and complaining and throwing fits that I was not asked back sooner, but I respect the art, and I'm such a fan, so I'm so happy to be here and Be able to be amongst other cute people.
1: (laughs) Well, Monty, you were always on the list. You were gonna come back, and now you are (laughs) here for Chelchella twenty twenty two. So you know you came during the most important month of the year, and it's Pride. So hey, yes! Oh my gosh, what a way
0: to Mm -hmm. celebrate them with my
2: favorite straight white woman.
0: (laughs) We are here to talk about Legally Blonde today. So let me push this car back on the tracks. And I am sure that Chelsea will cut out all of my references of me discussing the Legally Blonde musical because there will be a lot. So if you want to hear me unedited and free and unsilenced, Head to (laughs) patreon.com slash I am the cute one for unedited episodes. There's usually like 20 extra minutes in those episodes and you can watch them as well. So www.patreon.com slash I am the cute one. So Legally Blonde, I'll set the mood and give us a little history lesson. The movie came out July 13th, 2001. And This Day, You Remind Me by Usher was the number one song. And this movie, The Score, whatever that is, Cats and Dogs, Scary Movie 2, and Fast and the Furious were top of the box office. And on TV, Murder in Small Town X premiered on Fox, and America's Funniest Home Videos returned as a regular series with Tom Bergeron as the host. Wow. Interesting. That
2: was like my entire childhood summed up in like 90 seconds. (laughs)
0: Glad I could help. Were you America's Funniest on Video watchers? Yeah, I watched them early
2: on. It was like the only thing I was allowed to watch as a kid at dinner. Really? Because it was so wholesome. So I didn't Mm. have to sneak to watch it. So like my mom would let me watch that. Because I grew up in a cult very similar to Mary Cosby's but on like a much larger scale. So I was not allowed to watch anything quote unquote secular. But of course I made it happened. Wait, right. so
1: America's Funniest Home Videos, they were like, this is fine. Jesus would approve. Yeah, it was wholesome. <laughs> okay. Because the song
2: was in the Christian community, be careful little eyes but you see. And it went on to like all the senses that can like on take information that was like, quote unquote, bad. So I used to have to like cover my eyes when secular things on the TV in front of my parents.
0: But your parents didn't care that people were getting hit in the balls with baseball bats and stuff. They're like, that's fine. Totally
2: fine to like have like (laughs) self-danger and mutilation and things as long as it's wholesome. Okay. You know, the Bible summed up too.
1: Yeah, I watched America's Funniest Home Videos definitely when Bob Saget was the MC person. And honestly, it was kind of like the precursor to TikTok Mm. or Uh even YouTube. But it was like, here are funny things that you should be paying attention to. I like to say a nice crisp vibe vine. Oh, Oh,
0: we love a vine. Yeah,
1: I always was hopeful that one day my videos could be on there like I, mm-hmm. I imagine there was something funny now i never submitted anything but i always like <laughs> wanted one
0: day maybe i could be on america's funniest Home
1: videos because <laughs> they always like flew out the families it was like a yeah. family affair and you got like a cash prize
0: if you were really the funniest one yes it if
2: you did the most damage to yourself or people you love
1: you will never have children ever in your future but by golly was it funny when your balls ran into that tree trunk <laughs>
0: yeah here's five hundred dollars hope it's worth it <laughs> <Yes. that>. enjoy <laughs> (laughs) that my family was too poor for a video camera so i always blamed them for me not being famous like Mm -hmm. if we had a video camera i could have been on the show 12 times by now well, we know you
1: famously <laughs> got hit in the balls many times as a child. So you really could have been on there. On
0: purpose, even. <laughs> so that's enough about that. Now that Chelsea brought my balls into it, <laughs> let's, let's get a little background and trivia on Legally Blonde. So the budget was $18 million, and it made $141 million worldwide.
2: And counting, because <laughs> I'm still
0: watching. <laughs> that's right. I watched it today. So the taglines for the movie, there were a lot but I picked my four favorite. They were Boldly Going Where No Blonde Has Gone Before, Believing in Yourself Never Goes Out of Style, Mm. Don't Judge a Book by Its Hair Color, and Meet Elle Woods. She's a lawyer with a heart of gold and a mane to match. That one I love. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's <interesting. It> w-
0: actually. <laughs> it was directed by Robert Luketic, and this was his first major motion picture. But went on to direct Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, Monster in Law, and The Ugly Truth. That's a
2: nice ABC Family lineup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is on a Friday night, and the writers of this movie, let's just say. I'm not shocked that an older man hit on a young girl in this movie because our statutory chaos demons strike again. This was written by Karen McCullough and Kirsten Smith, who wrote 10 Things I Hate About You and She's the Man. Wow. So I really am shocked that Elle didn't just lift her shirt up and show her yava. The bend
1: and snap could have ended a little bit differently, if you know (laughs) what I'm saying. There you go. I wonder if it was cut out. Rewatching it as as an
2: adult, (laughs) as an actual cult member of. Of the Legally Blonde Committee. You're in
1: many cults, Mom. I am.
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> prone. I'm very, very prone to them. It's <laughs> from childhood. It's not my fault. But <laughs> I absolutely loved this movie. In fact, I did not need to watch it today because I was already that prepared and I have watched it already two times in the last three weeks. So, oh, wow. yes, I love it that much. It's like a part of my holy trinity. It goes the Horace Prada, Legally Blonde, and then Mean Girls. Mm. Good yes one, one. always can watch so yeah that movie changed my life but watching it now the bending snap was absolutely not necessary
0: uh <laughs> yeah. please save your thoughts because i have a lot to say about that oh, God. i'll start with it's not as iconic in real life as it was in my memory
1: <gasps> happy fucking birthday to me <laughs>
0: no not the movie just the bend and snap
1: okay okay
0: so the trivia i want to share before we get to the movie is reese had it in her contract that she could keep all of her costumes after filming so that's incredible yeah. where you would wear these outfits again i'm not sure but she has watched
2: the home edit
0: uh-uh. they did no. reese
2: witherspoon's house and they did her closet of all of her movies <sighs> She has all of her costumes from all of her movies. And we oh, did cool. her entire office space to be her showroom of all of her stuff. And she like that's went through cool. all the sentimental moments of each and every one of her outfits with uh, such good stuff. It's on Netflix. It's part of their newest season. And oh, I like cool. die. I watched it specifically for Reese for this movie.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Yes. I thought she was like, oh, it's my son's graduation party. Let me put on this pink <laughs> lawyer dress. This <laughs> makes a lot more sense. And then and then besides Reese, producers and casting, were looking at Charlize Theron, Gwyneth Paltrow, Alicia Silverstone, Katherine Heigl, Christina Applegate, and Jennifer Love Hewitt for L. Jennifer Love Hewitt would look awful blonde. That's number one. Alicia Silverstone, I think it's too close to share. And, uh, and Katherine Heigl just now. Yeah, I didn't even want to say her name.
2: <laughs> she made life hard for Shonda. She can go ahead. <laughs>
0: Trying to learn something though, because she said she would never be gold again. When you use someone's <laughs> exactly. name as a verb, you know you fucked that. There it
1: is. Yes.
0: <laughs> Watching this today, I was like, Reese is L.
1: She made the role like she sure. is L. Mm-hmm.
0: And the last bit of trivia is Delta Nu is a real sorority at Dickinson College in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. It's only at one school, of course. It is. <laughs> Those girls in Midwestern PA said, we love Legally Blonde. That is a little too
2: on the nose. That feels a little (laughs) little bit like... The office, yeah. you would definitely see Michael Scott's character like loving a movie and then like implementing it in Screen it yeah. in somehow. And like yeah. now it's a thing. That's what
0: it feels like. That's probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so before we make you give us a one minute synopsis, money, what character do you identify as, if any?
2: Oh, absolutely. Elle. I wanted to be a lawyer because of her. I was headed to law school because of her. Oh my God. I was accepted. I was going to go. And the only reason I didn't and chose to be a teacher is because I did summer. Japan right before the fall of law school, and I was wow. like, "Oh, kids love them," but I really wanted to be a lawyer because of Elwood. She like
1: inspired
2: me.
0: Oh my I love god, that. I love that too. See, your
1: answer was so inspirational, and now I'm going to say I relate to Paulette because. I am a mess of a person who just like gives out advice as if I should be a person giving advice. And absolutely, I should look inward and maybe try to fix myself first. But hey, Ben is big. Gemini
0: energy. I see, Paulette. You are also enid. Yeah. When Warner was talking to her at that party and she said <laughs> it should be called the Ovester and not the Semester, I was like, oh, we found out who Chelsea is. Fair,
1: fair, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I identify as L. In college, when my friends and I sang the Legally Blonde soundtrack, I would always make them be everybody else and I would be Elle. Because Love you, that. You fucked with the wrong one if you think you're L love that and also whenever me and my husband fight i always say i'm never going to be good enough for you am i and now he gets mad and he's like stop quoting legally
2: blonde I'm
0: like, <laughs> that is hilarious Well, stop making me feel like that
2: though. oh my god that is so funny i love that we live that similar life i choose <laughs> cool things from the cult classic movies all the time like i just told my dog today I was like, and none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. <laughs> like, just back yeah. up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that just really shows.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it is time, Mani, We'll give you one minute on the clock. Okay. Tell us what this movie's about.
2: Okay, so a beautiful girl is getting ready all day because she thinks she's going to get proposed to by her boyfriend that night, but instead he says he needs a serious girlfriend and he dumps her, and she decides to become serious by applying to not just any law school but Harvard University with a video application that is really not appropriate for most universities, but she somehow gets <laughs> in, and she goes to Harvard and surprises one He's like, what? And then she has a mean girl in her life, and then she meets a really cute boy who's apparently going to save the day, but not until the end, and then he- cute boy helps her with the classes and she starts taking things seriously and then she's like oh badass this is on a good panel and she like works with the legal team for this girl that she's obsessed over and she wins her case for her because she knows all the information about perms and what an ammonium diaglapolite is
1: and then
2: the boy wants her she says no she has prospects when she graduates and he does not
1: oh wow you just name dropped the perm chemical
0: so (laughs) wow wow This movie was hard for me to concentrate on because the musical I know it so well and it is so similar, but they change little things like they don't do it word for word, but they almost do it word for word. Like I feel like someone looked at a thesaurus and just changed stuff. So I was like hearing that actively in my head as I was watching the movie. It was very hard for me to concentrate. (laughs) I text my sister and I said, this is tough. And then texting my sister about it, added a layer, and I was like, I just need to be sedated watching this.
2: I've never heard anyone <laughs> say they need to be sedated while
0: watching
1: <laughs> the Yeah, you're going through
0: it. Oh, you'll see how much I went through it with this first thing I want to talk about. I said, I can't believe I put this in the notes, but we're talking about it. So the movie starts with Elle Woods getting ready for her day as the Sisters of Delta New collect signatures for her good luck card. That's sweet, but in a first for this podcast, I do want to spend this time to talk about the font of the opening credits, because I, I love it. It's super cute, and it really sets the tone of the movie, but also I want to talk about it because this was exactly what my handwriting looked like in high school. Okay. I don't know how all teen girls across the globe knew, like right now you could make a TikTok and say like, this is how we're writing, girlies, heart your eyes and stuff, but like in the early 2000s how did we all know to write like that
1: i have things to say about your choice of opening up with this (laughs) segment so Moni, you mentioned the chemical found perms by name you said you were well versed in this movie you've watched it three times this month already were you prepared to examine the font (laughs) that's probably the one thing i've
2: missed in the 600 or so times that I've seen this movie. You did
0: not miss it. It's written in like girly cursive. The eyes are high. I know what you're talking about, but I don't think yeah. it ever resonated with me. Oh wow! I appreciate it so much. Me, it was the pen, like
2: those pens with the furry mm. thing on top. And I'm like, oh my god, I had the other limited too. <laughs> I bought like five in a
1: pack. I mean, your point does remain because I did not pay attention to the font, and yet when you said how every teen girl in the 2000s wrote this way, I know what font you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: I envisioned it as soon as you said it, to be honest. I remember actively choosing to change what my handwriting looked like in second grade because I love the way Natasha Figueroa wrote. So then I just copied her. And from oh. then on, I wrote like a girl. <laughs> and everyone now says, oh, my God, you write so neat. And I said, you can thank Natasha Figueroa for that, honey. Except Natasha Figueroa taught me to circle the dots on my eyes. And then in high school, this bitch Bonnie made fun of it and <gasps> said it out loud to the hall class. She's like, boys don't do that. So then I stopped. And now I just my Aww.
2: eyes. First of all, Bonnie, Bonnie yeah, as her a person name, name, not a 70 year old adult. I don't buy it. Tell her to go ahead and pick some rocks. You can write like whatever you want, boy or girl, whatever you identify as. You're right. Circles are for everyone.
1: And it is 2022. It is Pride, Donnie. I say that we start a movement. You bring (laughs) back the circle.
0: We want to see. I will bring
1: back the circle.
0: I might actually start dotting my eyes with dicks now. Oh my god. Bonnie, how do you feel about that? That little circle is just one of the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Bonnie's been here for 20 minutes and we haven't talked about plot at all. We
1: literally haven't made it to the first scene (laughs) of the movie. So
0: So let me push this handwriting aside Uh and get to some plot. So in preparation for her big date, Elle goes shopping for a new dress where an evil saleswoman with a questionable pixie cut and a scarf worn backwards tries to To trick her into buying a dress. Unfortunately for our retail Kate (laughs) Goslin, Elle is extremely keen on details and knows the sales girl is spewing lies. I have worked retail a little bit in my life, but I would be so bad in any kind of commission-based job because, like, I don't think I could do that. I know I could start a cult successfully. Money would join. <laughs> no, I can't take another one. Like actively lying to people to get them to buy something, I couldn't. Do.
2: Oh, I've done that. Worked
0: at Paint Victoria's Secret Paint. Uh huh.
2: It was a standalone store, and it was when I like dropped out of college for like a hot minute. And I, it was primarily commission based. Like we got paid mm-hmm. regardless, but if you made sales and things, you definitely you know got the bonuses. And I would lie that I had these things oh I love this too I they didn't pay us enough to buy the clothes mm. in the store and we were only allowed one free outfit a quarter so oh. that was like a nine weeks <laughs> and we weren't allowed to wear uncurrent things or discontinued oh, yeah. stuff and it kept discontinuing things but I don't have any money or any clothes mm. and we pay like eight twenty five an hour so I lied a lot I lied a lot about bras and things that I couldn't afford and outfits that fit me. And they did not fit me because this was back before they had like anything over large. And so I would be like, oh, yeah, I love them. They even like fit me. None of them fit me. I could not wear any of those clothes. I haven't been back in the pink since. And I'm glad it did have change. So shout out to the girls who want the pink. But your (laughs) salespeople are lying to you. It's a fact. (laughs) And I, too, would have snapped off a sales tag and been like, oh, "Oh, this just (laughs) end, girl. (laughs) Do you want this (laughs) gimme back or no?
0: See, (laughs) when I worked at Bubblegum Shrimp Company, I would get yelled at by management because I would want to please the customer so much that I worked there for like three years as a server, and people would be like, do you have, whatever, you have French dressing for the salad? I knew that we didn't, but I didn't want to tell them no, so I was like, I'm not sure, let me go ask. I had that job for three years, why couldn't I just say no? The answer is no, you find actually
1: that's worse because you let them think that maybe they could. You're <laughs> trying to terrible. be nice to them, but in doing so, you're like giving uh, them a shred of hope. Like, oh, maybe there is French dip. Wow, that is you know? true, the best way not. to think about it.
2: I was definitely <laughs> on Donnie's side with this one. Like, don't let it be you. Like, I don't want to be. There was you. 90
1: was seconds bit. where that person was like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope Yeah, you're right. I just always pretended I was new. Like I just started Meanwhile this person probably saw me like for three years. They've probably been in eight times. Sorry,
1: it's my first day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to say that shit all the time. I say it now still, like on the street. People are like, Do you know how to get here? And if I don't know, I feel like I should know the way the subway works. I live in New York twelve years. But I just said like, No, I just moved here.
1: <laughs> and it's worse? I live in the suburbs and Mm. so like I have like a car drive by when I'm like walking my kid in a stroller and they're like hey how do you get to this street Um. I have grown up in this area like my entire life and I don't have any fucking sense of direction so I always just give vague directions and I'm like they're gonna Mm -hmm. get lost
0: and then you just take the stroller and run home
1: (laughs) go 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 there knows better than me she might
2: help you
0: that's true yeah. this day and age there's no reason to ask anyone for any direction it's like there's no reason
2: <laughs> neve is doing another season of catfish and he was like us on our way to go do another season of catfish even though y'all know better by now we've been on the show for Gosh. six
0: seven years
1: you don't need me you could do it on just your google
0: own. <laughs> yeah at this point you only have well, so many answers just go ahead <laughs> So Elle and the whole sorority have been gearing up for Elle's boyfriend, Warner, to propose on their date that night. But instead, he breaks up with her, informing her that he's going to Harvard and he needs to be with somebody serious. Mm -hmm. Now, Warner is obviously a garbage goblin, but taking her to dinner at a fancy restaurant to break up with her is possibly the worst thing he does the course of this movie.
2: Terrible. it is easily the worst because he knew what she was looking for. She was turning, like, 21 or 22, and she was about to graduate. Like, she went to get her MRS degree. You knew that. Get with the program. You wasted her time (laughs) and good years. Yes. Irritating.
0: Piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he is in real life, unless I'm confusing people. So don't take my word for it. You can Google it yourself as well. Just like Catfish, Google to see if the guy that plays Warner (laughs) is an asshole (laughs) in real life. I feel like he, like yelled at a cat on his porch or something. Maybe, maybe that was him. There's video of it, if mm-hmm. it's him. If not, I don't know.
1: Okay. So
0: Elle mourns the loss of her relationship in a sensible way. She locks herself in her room for a week and eats chocolates and ate grilled cheese sandwiches while watching soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is fine. How do you like, not stress release, but whatever you would call this, mourn? I remove myself from the world like nobody knows I exist for as long as I need <laughs> fun yeah which makes making a podcast with me easy Chelsea, like text <laughs> yeah. me I'm like sorry he's not here
1: right now
2: I get legally very high and I order lots of soul food usually for no reason other than um, I am a Black woman and it's the food that feeds my soul. So I try to get really like homey and taste things that taste like my grandmother or my mom's cooking or my aunt's cooking or something like that. And then I get in front of the TV and watch a Lot of '90s sitcoms, like mm. with The Melissa and the Sister Sister and One on One and Martin. Like, and I just like need to like laugh and being part of somebody else's adult reality yeah. because mm-hmm. mine isn't working. So I just go into mm-hmm. theirs and then I'm good. That's a good one. That's- that is
0: a good one. Mm -hmm. The other day I was upset. So I got high first and then I wanted to order food. So I ordered something from Checkers and I ordered Mm -hmm. my meal and a milkshake. But then I forgot because I was so high. I forgot I ordered a milkshake. So then I ordered a pint of ice cream as well from a different place. And the ice cream came first. So I was like, well, I'm going to eat it regardless. Let me eat it now. So I ate the whole thing. And then my food came with the milkshake. And I was like, a milkshake, if you freeze it, then that's not how you should drink it. And if I put it in the refrigerator, that's not how you should drink it. I need to drink it immediately. So I had a, <laughs> I had a pint of ice cream and a milkshake and a meal. And your eyes were
2: okay? You did not see double? Because I would see double. I am lightly a diabetic. But damn. That
0: is some <laughs> they- good
1: stuff, though were these Uh vegan milkshakes no i
0: gave that up (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i have to choose my emotions over animals (laughs) but then but then i have to think in long term i have to choose my asshole over my emotions
1: (laughs) i mean just last week you told us that your (laughs) number two smell like mcdonald's McDonald's. lettuce and now i think we've
0: solved the mystery
1: I get it. Like what you're hearing? Head to patreon.com slash I am the cute one for more.
0: There you can find uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes.
1: That's patreon.com slash I am the cute one. See you there.
0: Elle decides she's going to Harvard to prove to Warner that she's serious. Mm -hmm. So she skips parties to study for the LSATs, makes an outside-the-box audition video that includes footage of her in a bikini and soap opera recaps, (laughs) and gets accepted as a diversity acceptance because Harvard has never had someone who majored in fashion merchandising. Girls, she's going to Harvard. (laughs) Yes, I love that. But you know what's crazy? This is a little, I don't know if it's bad writing or if Elle is just really. Really committed, but a perfect score on the LSATs is 180. Mm-hmm. So her getting 179 is huge.
1: She's brilliant.
0: But then why does nobody there take her seriously? I mean, I understand why, but that's all I would be saying. I would just like show them my transcript. But she's
1: not that type of gal. Oh, like she's not mm-hmm. prioritizing that. You're she's right. like, oh, like it's hard. Like she really mm. means that. Yeah. Everybody there is taking themselves way
2: more seriously than her. Yeah. But she got in. Non competitively and it was shocking.
0: Yeah. That's all. It's shocking. You know what was shocking to me? I feel like this is the first time I paid attention to this movie because I had to do the outline. I didn't realize how long she kept this a secret from Warner. Like she applied to law school, it was accepted. Right. A whole summer passed and he still didn't know she was going there. This was
2: like a three to four month process and he never knew. Exactly. And this is before like Instagram, Twitter, things like mm. that. There's no way of them checking up on each other except That's to ask true. friends and call the house. Mm. You
0: know. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right, you're right. So Elle is immediately the victim of bullying because of her signature color, her need for a social calendar, and her dog bruiser. Do you remember I mean of course you do, but remember like the early two thousands when small dogs were like the accessory of choice for blonde women? Yes, <laughs> yes. Paris pins. Yes. I actually
2: wanted a teacup something mm. for about yeah. two years after. So I was like, give me a teacup, anything. But I really wanted one because of this movie, because Paris Hilton, absolutely.
0: And Paris Hilton, like, she made dogs a thing, and then everyone had a small dog, and then she had a pig, and then she had a monkey. Like, (laughs) she was Dr. Doolittle. Yeah,
1: teacup, everything. I saw firsthand a blonde girl with a tiny dog in college. One of my friends got, I think, the world's (laughs) dumbest dog. This dog looked like you know that meme of that like bat creature oh no the little stuffed animal thing it's like a bat and it's like when i just got out of bed and it's like
0: "Mm." we are not on the same internet chelsea you always (laughs) talk about things i do be wondering where you come from
1: (laughs) (laughs) so this creature looked like a little goblin he had the biggest ears he looked like a bat he was tiny and his name was noah this is important because when she would reprimand her dog she would say No, Noah, Noah, (laughs) no. And so this dog did not know anything. (laughs) He was so stupid. He would lay on his back to like get belly rubs and he would pee (gasps) straight upwards and let the piss rain Uh, on him.
0: Like Scrappy (laughs) Doo.
1: Literally. Oh, my God. This dog was Scrappy Doo. Yes. (laughs) This dog was so 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 stupid and she rescued him because she wanted to like put it in her purse and like bring him to bars like paris hilton well this dog clearly not potty trained (laughs) the dumbest animal i've ever met in my life god bless Noah. i think he's still kicking he's like 20 years old he's gonna outlive us all
0: yeah because he's dumb Did he have both eyes? He did, yeah. I feel like so many dogs are blind, and I don't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) So Elle heads to her first class, and it's clear she doesn't fit in here either. She wasn't aware that there was a reading assignment, so as punishment, her professor, Professor Stromwell, asks another student, a headband-wearing, frigid bitch who always looks like she just smelled a fart, (laughs) Vivian Kensington, if she should be kicked out, to which Vivian says yes. And to make matters worse, Elle learns that Vivian Kensington is Warner's fiance. So she breaks down and causes a five car pileup and heads to the place that always makes her feel better the salon. And it's here where she meets Paulette, whose boyfriend of eight years recently left her and took the dog, and who has her sights set on the salon's UPS guy, Kyle. Which, by the way, my UPS man is so hot. I change my clothes when he makes a delivery so that I can go down in booty shorts and a crop top. I'm like, hi.
1: I love that for you. (laughs) Do you have my package? I have one for you.
0: And, like, I tell my husband, I'm like, oh my god, my boyfriend's here. (laughs) So then I change my clothes and (laughs) waddle on down. But anyway, Paula. (laughs) With that said, Paulette encourages Elle to steal Warner back, which yes. I mean, is the only thing to do. Even if you don't want him anymore, it's just time to be petty. Exactly.
2: I think it's great advice. And this is when Elle decides that she is going to go with Magnum Inse <laughs> instead of yeah. Magnum Prohibitor, because she's not afraid of a challenge. Oh,
1: wow! But what did you think of the font, though? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know, but I did love the computer she bought from the bookstore. Oh. I was like, you would get that Mac of all of them. She said, I'm going to find the funkiest one. Never could I get one. I asked my parents for three Christmases in a row for an orange, odd shaped Mac computer.
1: Never, like, no, girl.
0: I asked for the Brady Bunch movie three years in a row for Christmas, and I didn't get that. So I understand your pain, money. Okay.
1: (laughs) Potato, potato. (laughs) Yeah,
0: really. So Vivian invites Elle to a costume party, so she dons her best Playboy bunny costume and heads to the party, which it turns out is not a costume party at all. And Vivian lied to her. Which reminds me when I was in college, I went to this club in Philadelphia and it was a, a foam party, but they said it was eighties night. So I was like, oh, so fun. So I wore like a headband and booty short. I look like Richard Simmons. And I went in and all they meant was that they had three different rooms and one room was playing 80s music it wasn't a costume party so i was just like fucking richard simmons with knee socks and sneakers and stuff and then the other room was goth music and the other room was hip-hop music so, so, so i looked like a damn mess
1: well did you hide in the foam?
0: I needed to. Like,
1: were you just like crouching in the foam? Like, but I was afraid
0: to, if I went in the foam that I would get syphilis. <laughs> so, oh then, my God. I don't want to go in there either. Well,
1: I would assume that, like, if you're going to a foam party, you know what you're signing up for
0: syphilis.
1: Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're doing the <laughs> Ursula Little Mermaid signature. So, if you're going, I would assume that you're like, all right, well, here we go.
0: That's true. Please, yeah. does the foam
2: not kill the bacteria? Is it not soap?
1: It's the same as, like, how, like, hot tubs won't not give Mm. you folliculitis, you know? oh okay. no there's a hot tub in our honeymoon suite now i'm nervous
0: <laughs> i don't want to look the lightest it's all right it'll set in after you're already married yeah Not
1: oh and then you can be like oh my god it's our first antibiotics as a married oh yeah couple. Oh, like it'll be so gosh. romantic no thank you <laughs> oh no our first <laughs> urgent care trip as woman yeah, and woman.
0: that's lovely oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At this party, Elle speaks to Warner about wanting Professor Callahan's internship, where Warner makes it clear he doesn't think she has what it takes. So then we get the montage of Elle buying her new computer. She is serious now. She's killing it in all of her classes and wearing collared shirts. So then she goes with Paulette to pick up her dog. And when Paulette's ex pushes back, Elle acts as her attorney and gets the dog back dumbass. Mm-hmm. This scene
1: my mom quotes like in character all the time but especially if she wants to like drive her point home, <laughs> specifically if I'm doing something that is just super dumb. And there is something very haunting about like sharing something with my mom about something I want to do or something that I'm like going through and her just looking at me and going, "I'm ticking the dog, dumbass." <laughs> That's when I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Won't do that thing. Thanks, mom. Love you. Thanks for the advice. That's a
2: fun family you got there. (laughs) Nobody quotes movies at me. I wish they would. (laughs) I'd love to join
0: them. So Elle applies for Callahan's internship and gets in, but her reaction to seeing the list is a little bit terrifying. Like, I thought she's possessed.
1: Well, you know, that's fitting because this <laughs> scene of her looking at the list and turning around and walking down and saying, Me, <laughs> that is literally like my manifestation visualization prompt. When you know mm. that
2: you did enough, it was worth it, the hard work paid off, and you're in, girl. Like it's you. A warner. <laughs> Again, what like it's hard. And her scented resume, it really um. does. Make the difference. Do you know that that entire year of school, I only wrote on pink and lilac paper? Really? Yeah. I <laughs> wanted to start um, scenting them, but I would spray like my mom's perfume on them. And A, she got mad because I'm wasting her expensive
0: perfume. And B, it was <laughs> on my paper. I don't know how she did it. That's like in Greece when she sprays the paper with the perfume and then she fucking puts the paper in the kiddie pool. Like, are you going to use this or are you just wasting stationery? What's happening? It's terrible. <laughs> So the interns are brought in to help Callahan with a murder case, and their client is Brooke Wyndham, a fitness guru who was found standing over her geriatric husband's body, covered in his blood. And Elle's the only one on the legal team who trusts that she's innocent, which is why Brooke gives Elle her alibi but makes her promise not to tell anyone she was getting liposuction that
2: mm-hmm. day. We couldn't hear, her <laughs> but she made it out. <laughs> 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 Yes. Um, no! I know! I'm in Forex!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did not know we were going to get a one-woman show when we signed up for this episode. I'm, I'm very happy. i
2: ready for this What I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're only on a good week yeah. whenever it's on ABC family <laughs> I used to watch it especially in college I didn't go out a lot because again the whole cult thing so I was always like I'm in the house and I'm just gonna watch it I watch ABC family legal bomb was on like every other Thursday or something like that I'm in there happy hour legal bomb <laughs>
0: Also on the legal team is Emmett, Callahan's TA, and dare <laughs> I say, Elle's potential love interest. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea's too, apparently.
1: Luke Wilson in this movie specifically is literally like my biggest crush. Of all time. Luke Wilson for whatever reason. Like he just he really does it for me. And it was to the point that when I first started dating Dr. Bald, we like weren't even like official yet. I've talked about how he met my whole extended family for my 21st birthday. He brought me flowers, which was very sweet, but then he also had sent a second bouquet of flowers to the house from Luke Wilson with a little cardboard cutout head of Luke Wilson that was like, Hey, heard you're dating a new guy. I'm cool with it. Love Luke. And it was so cute. It was like really so cute. But then of course, because I'm me, I like have to take it 10 steps further. So For the rest of that summer, that little tiny Luke Wilson head became a drinking game where my friends and I would hide it in various places because that was during the same time period where like getting iced was a thing where like if you found Mm. a smear off ice, you would have to like get down on one knee and chug. So we called it getting luked. And if you would find Luke Wilson like somewhere in the house, like you'd open the cupboard and there he was lurking or like, you know, you like went to get into bed at the end of the night and there he was on your pillow, then you would have to chug a luke warm beer
0: oh god Mm -hmm. as you were getting into
1: bed I mean it got pretty ruthless there was one person who like strung him up on like a dolly system so you got out of the shower and he'd hit you (sighs) like we were pretty serious about our drinking games in college so it did end when we could not find Luke because someone had blacked out and they hit him in the (gasps) ice in the freezer and then as we were moving out of this place during my graduation we found him and then We all had to chug a lukewarm beer. Wow. Oh, my God. That's a good finale, though. That's the way to end
0: that. Wow, you had all the in college that I did not get to have. (laughs) She probably Googled it on her internet. (laughs) Yeah. That's why we couldn't find (laughs) it.
1: Like, you know, that little character who's like, eh, and then he drinks a lukewarm beer. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: Paulette is really getting into her own way when it comes to talking to Kyle. So, Elle teaches her the bend and snap. And it works every time, except when Paulette does it and breaks the UPS guy's nose. I hate the bend and snap. <laughs> like, in theory, it is iconic, but the execution of the, like, scene of it is just so lackluster, I think. Like, I feel like it wanted to be a dance number, and it's not.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was setting something else up for another time. that it, it didn't even know it was doing that. Yeah. Fun fact and yeah. trivia is that the part where the guy comes out, like, um mixing the color for the hair and he's like bend and snap works every time so they cut it out of most of the production when it would air on tv
0: ah really Mm
2: -hmm. back when it used to come on like abc family and DV. it only like recently i mean i haven't watched it on cable in a long time largely because of that i was like you can't cut out parts of my movie it throws off my entire rhythm (laughs) but yes i fully agree bend and snap is kind of ridiculous it just doesn't work. It doesn't even look cute. I'm trying to figure out what way this would be sexy and I just could not put my finger on it. Yeah, again, yeah, the, the, the t-rex, T-Rex arms, like, yes. like you're elongated <laughs> and now you're tiny. You know? Yeah.
0: I don't get it. I don't know who that's supposed to seduce, but it's not working. <laughs> so the trial begins and Brooke's pool boy says on the stand that he and Brooke have been having an affair, but Elle goes with her gut And thinks that he is gay. So she tells Callahan, and he dismisses it. But Emmett says he's going to make it work. And he gets the pool boy to confess that, yes, it's true. Don't tap your last season product. She's on me, honey. Later, Callahan calls Elle to his office to congratulate her on a job well done. And he hits on her and touches her leg. And it's then that Vivian walks in. And then Elle says she has to quit. So... Later, Brooke learns what happened, so she fires Callahan and hires Elle, now back in her signature color. Elle questions Chutney, and this is the monologue that Mani was giving us earlier. <laughs> Chutney says she didn't hear Brooke fire the gun because she was in the shower. Elle knows this can't be true. <laughs> you can hear a gun in
1: the shower, sis. <laughs> She's like, I have really high water pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But Chutney confesses that she shot her father because she thought it It was Brooke. So after the trial, Warner tells Elle he loves her, but she doesn't have time for his shit and tells him if she's going to be a lawyer by the time she's 30, she can't have a boyfriend who's a complete bonehead.
2: Excuse me. It wasn't a lawyer.
0: Oh, what was a it? A partner oh, in a Maddie's law coming firm. coming with the script. All right. Because right. it was
2: my <laughs> only goal too when I was gonna oh. be a lawyer. Like I have to be partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30, like Elle <laughs> motherfucking was. Okay. Like that was a unrealistic goal, but,
1: but she said it and
2: I was ready. I was all in.
1: I was like, yes, (laughs) Captain. As a 33 year old with a podcast that I record out of my basement, (laughs) I mean, who's to say who's the real winner in life here?
0: I think we all are.
1: Uh,
2: We're not fictional characters. So
0: So the movie ends with Elle as, well, she was valid Victorian, right? Or money mm-hmm. are going to correct me again.
1: <laughs> Donnie's like,
0: I'm spiraling. Yeah, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything else about the movie. So Elle was valedictorian. Paulette and Kyle are married and expecting a child. And Emmett plans on proposing. Tonight,
1: I love this movie. I do too. too.
0: Yeah. And
2: Elle had like so many job offers and I was so
1: proud of her. (laughs) So, final thoughts. If we were to bring this movie to present day, who would we cast in a remake or what would we want the plot to a sequel to be?
0: Well, we know we are getting a sequel. We're getting a third movie. A what? I don't know what it's about though. Yeah, they're making a third movie.
2: Wait, wouldn't it be a fourth? Because they did a third.
0: Well, the third was legally blonde. So yeah, okay. they're acting like that doesn't exist. I should know, because <laughs> <laughs> they're like British twins. Elle's not a part of it like at Disney all. They're from like
2: Disney Channel. They run like two Zach and Cody. So I was yeah. like, what are they doing mm-hmm. here? They're not qualified.
0: You know, <laughs> they sure were. I
2: literally have never heard of that before. <laughs> right. And the second one wasn't great. I mean, I love Regina King, and I love DC, but it's DC's too serious for to what we're doing here. Yeah, I need a I
1: don't want to think about my log hanging in the balance of Elwood's hands. I just don't. I mean, to be honest, no. might be better than real life. Yes, uh, but no, you're right. Not to bring it to a dark place. Let's keep it in a blonde place. Yeah, <laughs>
2: let's see. So you said sequel or reimagining. I could only reimagine every character but Els because, again, we bodied mm. it. And I don't think anyone, else. I mean, her daughter would look like her, but like there's an energy that Reese Witherspoon Mm -hmm. brings to a role. And all of those are unlike what she did at Legally Blonde. Um, I think it's probably one of her best acting roles because she gave the character such a personality. And I can't see anybody else who could do that, blonde or not. Like, I just don't think anybody else could. Definitely not up Today's time. So I would just bring Reese back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe like she works at Harvard or something like that. And she like wants to become like the dean of the students or something, and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, Ooh. like you barely worked yourself up here, but like let's not be confused, girl. You're not qualified for that." And she's doing like what, like it's hard You know, I like yeah. that. Love that. Mm-hmm.
0: I said that Elle is now working at Harvard, and she doesn't really do cases anymore because she's focusing on teaching, but Paulette is framed for murder, so (gasps) she goes back into it and gets her own intern group. Holy shit.
1: Okay, so I do think Emma Roberts could perhaps carry the role. I think she does, like, a darker energy about it, but I think she could bring some of the, like, humor under the guise of flightiness, but... I think we need to do a reboot and I think that we need to have Elle has had a child and is coming back into the game. Like she's been doing the mommy thing. Mm. We see her with like her mommy friends. She's always solving all of their problems. We see Mm. her like, you know, putting together like a mystery at the playground. And then she's like brought out of retirement. And it's a real like feminist piece of her coming back into the workforce and trying to balance being a mom and also being a lawyer and just killing the game all around because she's our gal, Elle Woods.
0: There's our Enid making a feminist.
1: Yeah. I just say
2: that is too much. It's too relatable. Yeah. I would not want to root for that too hard. But like <laughs> those certain people on TV or whatever that you're just like. I know that deep down, we probably don't agree on a lot of things and you are probably <laughs> dangerous, but I'm just going to reserve you as my, I will not look into it favorite person, mm-hmm. especially for me, mm-hmm. white person. Like, you know, like you read Drummonds of the world, the pioneer woman, Kelly Clarkson, probably like a bunch of people, she many more, like anybody else You're just like, I don't want to <laughs> dig deep into the mind. I just was like, I can't watch Elle be a real person. I kind of need her to be a caricature of herself.
1: Okay, so so let me make it more comfortable for you, Monty. She was on maternity leave because oh. Bruiser had a puppy. So she's been <laughs> Ooh, on puppy maternity it. leave. That works. Okay. Love it. Ooh, and she's solving good. mysteries at the dog park. Is that better? I love that. Okay. I think that's cool, fantastic. Cool. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that would, I would believe more than the sequels to big dog plots with the Texas senator. Uh. Oh my God. I've only seen that movie like a dozen times, like not nearly as many.
0: Regina King is not allowed to make sequels to movies anymore because that and Miss Congeniality, too. Yeah. And she's
1: just so damn talented. It's so upsetting. Her agent, I have follow up questions, (laughs) but what for us about this movie aged well and what aged like Blockbuster?
2: There's definitely some parts of it that I'm just like, you can tell we were in a different time uh, homophobically where it was, like, so casual, like, and and there's just a lot of, like, kind of, like, shame and secrecy. And, like, I I am not one who really usually is, like, that impacted by that, but I can see where people would be. Like, the whole, like, outing him in court, and, like, and your boyfriend's name is... Chuck and it's like no, Chuck is just a friend. Oh, screw you, honey! I'm like it's just like it's a punchline. It great in the moment, but now it's like I mean I don't know if we should have done that. Like
1: we you know more. Like now. A fashionable okay. man, he must be gay because he knows Prada.
2: <laughs> you know, it's just
1: like. Okay, but there are I know straight
2: men who know fashion very well, yeah. and I know gay men who know fashion who don't want to be out outed. Like it's that simple. So right. that and like the bend and snap thing I've already talked about is like eh, not great, but all of the rest of it I'm obsessed with.
1: The bend and snap is kind of like Addison Ray on TikTok. <laughs>
2: the awkwardness is just unreal. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like you know, somebody could probably do it better, and also maybe invented it. And now she's yeah. doing it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? sure. That's The uh-huh. yeah.
2: last thing uh-huh. is, like, there's oftentimes I wonder, like, where her Porsche went. Because she, like, parked mm. it, like, on the lawn when she moved in and did not give <laughs> any fucks about what happened to it after that.
1: Like, what is her credit looking like once the... <laughs> tow truck company has had that in the lot for several months well you know know what christine
2: quinn from selling sunset says: real rich people don't have good credit because they never need loans
1: Mm. they have liquid assets
2: so they pay cash for everything so they don't really have great credit (laughs) so
1: what you're saying is i am rich (laughs) (laughs) yes Cool, cool, cool. cool. Awesome. Me too, girl. I'm like, out here
2: balling.
1: Apparently, after <laughs> that was like, yeah, a little too hard. Okay, <laughs> I'm not down. I think for me, I mean, I love this movie. I think it does age surprisingly well i love the i mean at the time it was kind of a twist for me that L and vivian end up being besties because i think especially in this time period of film it was like so much the trope of like the frigid bitch who is the villain but ultimately mm-hmm. warren is the villain of this film and i love the fact that these two women come together to realize that like he's a douchebag and they're better mm-hmm. off without him and that ages i think beautifully
0: Girl power, the Disney way. The girls that play the sorority sisters, they said in an interview recently for the 20th anniversary or whatever anniversary just happened, um, they said that the final scene in the script was originally vivian and l on a beach together holding hands and then like all these people wrote articles that was like we're l and vivian lesbians so then the writer came out and said like no i don't know why these two women are saying that but that script never existed (laughs) but that's (laughs) strange that two separate people are saying was it in
1: like different interviews
0: yeah interesting it's that's odd. either
1: like the long con where they got together and were like, we're going to plant these stories, <laughs> or like more realistically, that was a thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, no, 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 gay, not me. for that, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, and, and fun for me, as you know, Reese Witherspoon does still post every graduation hat that she sees that says what, like, it's hard on it. Oh, oh I love that. Cute. Yeah. She's still like, very attached to those roles. And we, the people, appreciate it she's a very kind call leader I appreciate
1: yeah. her <laughs> glad you finally landed on a good one Say yeah hi. that's an
0: uplifting note <laughs> to end the episode so Mani let everyone know where people can listen to you and follow you and support you
2: yeah absolutely I'm on the same platform so after you you know, listen, subscribe like and rate uh, I am the cute one you can also find mine anywhere you're listening to this um, by searching Mixing with money" and on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I think bought me a coffee and other things and Patreon at Mixing with money" as well. M-I-S-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I.
1: Plug your new business about like consulting. Oh yeah, I am doing consulting for
2: people who want to start a podcast, reinvent them their podcasts or, you know, revive it or do any kind of like social media projects. A lot of people are just, you know, posting things out there. And he's hoping for the best. And then I get a lot of questions about why it's not going anywhere. And I just, I learned a whole lot coming up through this and, and watched a lot of things go not well for me and for other people. And I have no reason to gatekeep and I don't want to gatekeep it. So for, I think it's like $50 for an hour session. And I am just letting you tell me your ideas and I am going to help you as best I can with the things that I've learned.
0: Love that. Love that. Thank you. Thank
2: y'all for having me
0: again. Of course. We really wanted (laughs) you. We wanted you. Well, we really appreciate (laughs) it. And we appreciate everyone for listening. Tune in next week when we cover The Witches to End Chelchella 2022. And we will talk to you later. Love Love you, like like a sister. sister. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to I Am the Cute One, a nostalgia podcast.
0: If you liked what you heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. You can follow me at RealDonnyWood on Instagram and TikTok.
1: And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at Ono Charles on Instagram. And for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes of I Am The Cute One, head to patreon.com slash I Am The Cute One.
0: And go to iamthecuteone.com for the most chaotic merch on the planet. Talk, Talk to, to you later. later. Love you With like a, a sister. sister.